Fasten your seatbelts. We're preparing for takeoff in three, two, one. Get some space with Lillian Aston. Welcome to the <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the great petrol crisis of 1921. Oh, I mean 2021. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. It's a very interesting time. It's also an annoying one. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so today, what did we want to talk about, Aston? We want to talk about situations where we should get up, walk away, say, nope, I'm leaving. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. This is weird. (laughs) This is not for me and I'm gone. And uh, yeah, one of us is much better at it than the other. Though I am improving. You are massively. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gosh, there really is a theme of lack of follow through with me, isn't there? Um, So this can happen in a lot of circumstances, you know, whether you are you know, on a night out that you don't want to be on or whether you are maybe on a date like Aston. Look, it's happened (laughs) a few times, but I think one story in particular, it's just too hilarious not to tell. The way that this night went, it just got worse and worse and worse with every minute that I sat next to this guy. How long did you last? I think I was with him for about four hours. Oh gosh. So you didn't really remove early. No, because it was like, you know, when someone just starts like, oh, here's a red flag and you're like, hmm, all right, here's another one. And then you're sat just a bit like, how much worse can this get? I kind of want to see, like, I kind of want to watch it. Oh, I've been there. (laughs) So basically I had, um, about two, no, a year and a half ago now maybe a little bit more. Um, I just recently like broken up with my ex-boyfriend and I was going on this like hinge dating binge. Like every week I had, I think like four or five dates that I would go on. Jesus Christ. And I was still living in Oxford too. Like I hadn't moved back. I hadn't moved to London. Um, so I was getting the Oxford tube and going into London to go on these dates as well. (laughs) I was just like a mad woman. No, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Um, to, for context, um, Matt's face was uh, very shocked and unimpressed at the same yeah, time. And that's on dedication. Yeah, that, that's how you. That's, that's how you pick yourself up three. and move on from a breakup. Get on the Oxford tube every night and go to London. Because only dates. London men are worth it, apparently. It's, yeah, well, yeah. Ugh. Well, I thought. Yeah, right. I thought that. Um, but basically, this guy, right, we had, I was going on a thing with, I don't know, it was like a phase of investment bankers. <laughs> and this one, I'm so one glad guy, I haven't had an um, investment banker phase. Never do it. <laughs> Skip through that phase. Don't do it. Um, but I've been chatting with this guy who's French, of course, at this point. I think oh, hey. Macron should just give me honorary citizenship to the country. But he, he had planned basically this whole elaborate date. So I go, I show up, I'm super excited. He's also like perfect looking. And for context, I took a photo so I could show you during this. Just a picture of him. No, I took a a screenshot of like his photo just so you could see what he looked like. His face scares me. Yeah, but he's like, like pretty perfect looking. Yeah. 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 So I was super excited for it. Show up at this wine bar. Um, <laughs> like see him. I'm like, you know, when someone's just like so perfect in person, you're a bit like, oh, I kind of want to like punch you <laughs> 
<laughs> he was just like obnoxiously. I wasn't to say no, that. He was like obnoxiously attractive. So I go in. He's like, oh, got the thickest French accent ever. I'm like, oh, God. Okay, great. <laughs> One of these ones. Sit down. Start having this date. Instant red flag. He's literally like keeps checking his phone and going like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like work is so chaotic and like, oh, I just is so I'm working. Every investment banker will say this shit to you on the first day. I've got so many important projects right now. And that's I'm the busy. reason I keep looking at my fucking cell phone during this date. It's like, all right, fine, cool. Like, what do you do exactly? He works at, um, oh, how do I not say it, but say it? White Stone think the opposite of that (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) so works there was telling me about all his projects fine and then starts making fun of americans oh (laughs) and was like oh i've been to america and like i know what you americans are all about really bad that this sounds like something i would do on a date it's just no but wait it gets it gets gets worse though and i was like oh where in america have you been he's like fort lauderdale and i'm like are you serious you're making the assumption of all Americans being like people from Fort Lauderdale. Is that Florida? It's like swamp ass Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like literally people retiring and like crack addicts. There's no in between. And I was like, well, that's lovely that that was your experience in Fort Lauderdale. Right. We go on at this point. I think I probably have had like a bottle of wine and a half to myself. The waitress is like infatuated with this guy as well. She keeps coming over and like giggling and stuff. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. She's like, oh, my God. All right, you go on this seat. swap. Then he had this really extreme flip. He was telling me something investment bank related. And bless, bless my ex-boyfriend for one thing. He made me read a shit ton of business books. And one of the things that I had just read. It's not weird that he made you read business books. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> that's, a, whole other, that's a whole other episode. That's, that's people, yeah, we'll get there. But I had read a random walk down Wall Street about like investment and stock trading. So this guy was telling me about a project. And I asked him, like, I forgot what the question was exactly. But I basically asked him and he did not know the answer and then made it seem like I had asked a really stupid question oh, <laughs> they're like okay this has just got worse and worse and worse um then he's like right we finish our dinner and he's like do you want to go to the bar across the street I'm like at this point I might as well have a drink before I have to get on this bus and go home so we go to this bar again he starts making fun of Americans and southern accents and I was like, honestly, at that point, I was like, I'm done with this Did you date. put like BDSM in your like likes? <laughs> yeah. I really want to be <laughs> insulted. On <laughs> so I was, he was just saying, oh, Southern accents, they're so stupid. And I was like, oh, um, I was like, well, I'm, I'm Southern. I've told you this before. I know I have. I was like, I'm Southern. And I was like, I was putting on an accent and I act, this is actually how I talk. Oh no. <laughs> and he was like, what? And then he was like, no, I love winning. And he, he sat there. I actually, then I was like, shit, now I have to keep talking. <laughs> I fucked it up for myself. Talked in a Southern accent for like 30 minutes. And then he kept trying to do it. Imagine that like a French guy with a thick French accent trying to do a Southern accent. And then I was like, okay, you know what? No, this guy's so dead in the water and like, I need to get out of here. Cause he was like, yeah. same thing. He was like, oh, so are we going home now? And like, oh, are we going? and I was like, oh yeah. So you can tell me more bullshit about your investment banking. So exciting. And I have to talk in a Southern accent now. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, um, let me just quickly go out and call my friend. And I just left. 
Nice. <laughs> and then the best bit is <laughs> in December time when I was back in my, oh, maybe I'll go on Hinge again. You found him. This guy liked me again. <laughs> he was probably. No, he definitely feeling... forgot. <laughs> really? A hundred percent. Do you think? Yes. I don't know if he could have forgotten you or. He probably... I, feel like, I feel like he blacked that one out for his own kind of like <laughs> preservation. <laughs> he, um. He, sudden girl. He probably added to his like hatred of Americans. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah, no. I think one thing with, with dates um, that I find uncomfortable is like, especially if you don't want to be there and they buy things for you um Ugh, and you're because, like now I'm but the thing bad. is but I always insist on paying for myself but like sometimes people like randomly like will pay while you're in the loo yeah or, like, but don't you when you're having a bad date see because I was sat there like this guy's paying for everything yeah <laughs> I need to be but here equally evening. equally like if I want to dip mm. I don't want to feel like I've left somebody in debt <laughs> or yeah. like like I had a, good a date point. in the sky. Well, now I feel really bad. I'm yeah. sorry, French. <laughs> so it was an expensive evening. What for is leave. your Venmo? Yeah. Um, but no, you're you, you're an investment banker. You yeah, no, he it can afford fine. it. He can afford it. But I um I was on a date recently where I genuinely feel like when he was paying for stuff, it was just as like to keep me there because <laughs> I think it was so. He <laughs> was like, "Oh no, leave. wait, wait, we'll buy this." And now. I was like, "No, I'll buy the next drink." And I think he was just like, "Shit, shit, shit." If she does, then she doesn't have to stay. Oh my god! <laughs> you know. Uh, maybe that's a bad thing for me to say. Maybe Did that's he just, true. Maybe he just he's just a gentleman. <laughs> he couldn't have been a nice man. <laughs> it was for an ulterior motive, obviously. Um, yeah. And like, this isn't even an exaggeration. Have you ever had, I've had quite a lot of men saying like, I want to get you drunk. Like you need to be drunk. I have never had a guy say that to me. Really? But I think here's the thing, because I think I was dating like a lot of late 20 yeah late 20s I think they do it without having to say it they just keep ordering stuff right yeah in, yeah. A, in a way where sometimes you're a bit like mm, I really yeah but it's actually it gets to a point <laughs> where you're like looking at this person you're like you're actually a stranger yeah completely. I don't know you oh I it, always get like, that realization when like, I go to the bathroom on dates yes, I'm like is he a yes, serial killer yes 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 and like a few months ago like I remember I I, I went to the bathroom and I was like, like kind of frantically looking for like girls to talk to being like, am I judging this person or should I, Oof. should I be concerned? Like not in that it's creepy, but it's more just like, I'm with a stranger. Like that's fucking yeah. weird. Like, you know, when you're like looking for other people to be around rather Definitely. than, um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that kind of stuff, but then it's why I'm trying to like grow into being better at removing myself from stuff. Like I'm always one of those people that's like, I'll stay. It's fine. Like whether that's like a night out yeah. or anything. Like I'm, I'm a, not even a people pleaser. I think I get like a strange level of FOMO. I could be like mm. exhausted um, yeah. and tired. <laughs> Maybe not FOMO when I'm feeling uncomfortable, but like it's just like, what will they think of me if I leave? Interesting. And I think that's a huge thing that I think might not just be me. I hope it's not just me, but like I think a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Of, um, just being like, when is it okay to put yourself first? When is it okay to remove yourself from a scenario that doesn't make you comfortable? And like almost reverting, like shout out to my toddler nephew. But like, it's, a, it's something I find really interesting with kids because it's like this new theory with kids. If 
a child doesn't want to hug you yeah. or give you a kiss, you should not make them. And Interesting. It's, you know, when they get like, oh, no, yeah. like if they don't yeah. want to say hi to their aunt yeah. or their uncle or their grandparent, let them, be. let them because mm. actually it, by forcing them to, you're telling them it's okay to, for your boundaries to be violated. Like, mm. and, and I think taking a leaf out of, um, the children in my life's philosophy, like yeah. straight up, if you don't want to do something or if you don't want to be somewhere, yeah. you don't have to be there. And you don't have to do it. And I think a lot of the times I've stayed in scenarios, it, yes, I could be like, oh, I felt bad or I felt this or they made me feel X, Y, Z. It's fully on me for not yeah. extracting myself and doing something about it. Mm. Um, and actually, we will probably do a whole episode on boundaries because I think it's so interesting. It but I think this one in particular in terms of physically removing yourself from a scenario. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. you, can, and you can learn too. Like, you know me, you've seen me leave situations mm. when my social clock runs out or if I'm tired or if a situation stressed me. You I are just the best go. at that though. I'm just like, nope, I can't. Nope. It's okay. You just do like a fat nope <laughs> yeah. and just disappear. Like, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, yeah. But We're, it's taken years to get there because I'm the same way where I'm always like, oh, what do people think? And this and that. And then you actually sit and you go, who really cares? Yeah. And like any other person, if you've actually been in a situation where someone leaves, you just go, oh, I hope they get home okay. Like you, that's it. That's the only additional thought that you have about it. It's never anything more. So I think the second that I knocked that, I was like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I don't actually need to go or I don't need to do that because at the end of the day, like friends are your friends, people that you care about, they care yeah. about you. But yeah, I think in dating situations, it's. Oh, I think especially very with, difficult. With strangers. To, yeah, but it's, I think it's, I've it's learned. Weird, it's I've hard. learned my lesson of. I literally. <laughs> Lily's got a really good story. Oh my god! This is like why didn't I leave? This was like uh, just after. When was it? Just after like lockdown. Ooh. So yeah, I. Um, it was like one of my first dates this year. It yeah, was and it, like it took maybe you, April or May. It took you a while to decide whether you wanted to go on this one too. It was like a couple of Oh my weeks, God, it was remember? like five weeks coming. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought I could like par it off. Like I mm. wasn't really in a place or mood to be going on dates. So I just kind of was like, you know, when you're like randomly talking to a couple of people on Hinge and that's kind of enough for you. It's definitely my fault. I was like, yeah. I want a date. Yeah, go and I, have I, fun. <laughs> Girls and girl night out with random boy. Oh, have fun. Spring. Let them flirt with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also like meeting people in person and I... I have very low expectations on dating apps, so I think maybe I'd um, manifested a bad time. Mm. But um, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this guy. (laughs) Sorry, I'm back. I I started laughing too much. Um, So it's that. that, The the trauma seeping back in. (laughs) Literally. So I, um, I finally agree to meet this man but without really wanting to yeah right and again this is like red flags before we even went on the date like he agreed to meet me halfway in between mine and his changed the location to closer to his Mm. and earlier the day before yep and I was like cool 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 and I was like you do realize I can't have to get off work early and he was like that's a really weird way to say thank you and I was like uh (laughs) yeah um and then um, I was like, oh, God. And then so I, um, I arrived on time exactly where he told me to be because that's the polite thing to do. I arrive and he messaged him and I messaged him and he goes, fuck, 
nobody's ever on time to these things. What? Uh, yeah, just a date. Uh, he was at home. <laughs> he was still yeah. at home. So Lily called me as well because she was not in a lovely area either. And she was like, this guy has just said... Um, he's not here yet. And I was like, well, okay, great, great for me to suggest my best friend to go on this date with this really great, this guy that's definitely already failing. Yeah, literally. Then he like, anyway, I mean, fast forward to the end. He like drags me from pillar to post. We go to one pub. Then he goes, ah, hurry, we've got a reservation elsewhere and we have to run in the rain. We get to another pub. Turns out it's owned by the same people. The menu is exactly the same as the previous place. <laughs> I don't know why we had to change. Um, <laughs> We're eating food. Like, I get up to go to the toilet. This is the highlight. The piesta is a stance. He goes, um, uh, what's your food saying? And I was like, sorry. And he goes, oh. What a weird way to phrase that. Right. What's your food saying? I was like, also, you're you're, you're way too posh to, like, say that. So I was like, uh, I was like, oh, um, I was like, sorry, do you want my food? And he was like, well, if you're finished. And I was like... Uh, oh my god! I was like, I guess you can eat some of my chips. <laughs> like, like again, boundaries. I didn't know how to say like fuck off. No, how like funny I'm hungry. If you had been like, here's two chips. Yeah. You can have that. <laughs> yeah. So he starts like. So I went to the toilet, and he, this man, had fully like eaten all of my chips by the time I came back from the loo. Um, and and then the waiter started to take our plates, and I was like, uh, I was like about to be like, no, I'm going to finish that. And then he was like, I'll have that. <laughs> he finished the rest no, of my No, he didn't. <laughs> then he was like, he felt really bad because like he dragged me further away from, well, he didn't feel bad. I don't think he did. Mm. He'd made me go further away from the station and it was pouring with rain. So I was like, I either have to walk all the way back to the station yeah. or like, I'm going to get an Uber home. There's a bit of a discount. And he was like, cool, like, let me split it with you. And I was like, don't be silly. Like, it's fine. And he goes, oh, in which case can I, can I catch a lift? <laughs> honestly all of these times where I could have just been like go away I don't like you you're rude I have a problem Mm. I was just like yeah yeah it's fine having a great time it's just so uncomfortable to say though but like I lost all kind of sense of self boundaries and I was just like I was like you know when you're like talking to yourself being like Lily I was like what are you letting happen here and um we get in the uber and he like basically makes the uber driver take him to his front door like not even drop him at the end of the road anyway but sir drive onto the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. like, please bit further bit further bit further and then the uber driver goes what do you want me to like take you into a living room <laughs> and um oh anyway he gets out of the car closes the door and the uber driver oh oh my god wait a flashback in the uber this yeah boy pulls my mask off to this, try and this kiss is me. times where the mask was still required as well. It's still required in an Uber, but with stringent like it's the law. No, he he <laughs> yeah. took the mask off my face and tried to kiss me, mm. and I was like, no, that's the only time I employed boundaries. I was like, no, um, wow. no. <laughs> I was like, no thanks. So um, basically, anyway, he gets out the Uber and the Uber driver goes like, who was? that yeah like, a little bit uber gossip yeah he was like who was that man anyway i told him the unabridged story so sorry i've not gone into as much detail as i could have no but there's implications if we got really into it yeah we'd be there all night and so um i i was in the uber on the way home like you know classic just like complaining about the situation and i was like oh and the uber driver goes oh well you know if you ever want to have a good time we should go out for dinner no 
shit. And I was Don't. like, and then he was like, I was like, um, um, oh, I was like, now my ratings got to go down the fucking bad. Oh, how'd like, you drop three stars over the weekend? <laughs> One star for rejecting a date. I was like, oh, um, Uber. um, I'm not sure about that. He was like, you can bring your friends. And I went, oh, I have lots of friends. <laughs> that might be too many people. <laughs> I'll bring my twenty friends. I didn't know what to say. I was like, "We have an house party." Like, so I, I just, I, I honestly, I felt. Ba- this is the thing. Why did I feel guilty? Why did I feel bad? I'm like, "Oh, this man has given me a lift home." No, I've paid him to, to give me a lift home. <laughs> literally, for his some job. reason, yeah. I felt like a level of social guilt mm. for like turning down this uber driver and it was just like the kind of like epitome of like wow i really should have called that night like three hours beforehand yeah got on the train home like i knew i wasn't gonna have a good time i think i had this like morbid fascination with being on a date with somebody so different like i don't massively regret it i think it was funny but like i don't think you should because like the stuff that (laughs) the other stuff that we won't go into it's just one of those like you you needed to go on that just to be like wow what (laughs) no like you know what I mean it's yeah it's all for the experiences and like cost me way too much money though oh that's that's another pet peeve he refused to tell me where we were going so he planned these places for a surprise but then let me like I hate when guys do that if you don't tell me the place literally that morning like I, I stressed how would he know my budget though? Like, and they were like super expensive, like gastro pubs. And I was like, mm. I can't actually afford this. Yeah. But, um, do you, you ever know, have though, where you just go like all planet? Cause I do that sometimes. No, he didn't let me. Oh, well. You don't know. Fully didn't let me. He was like <laughs> surprise location. I'll oh. meet you on the corner here. Oh. He left me. That's why when he was late, he'd left me on a bloody street corner. Like it wasn't like I was at a place with a reservation sitting down. No, 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 no. And, um, you got to also, stand there, like, where's also the fucking flash on this corner, mom? he goes, Oh, um, my mum booked everything. <laughs> oh, wow. I would have been like, Oh, oh what do you know? Thanks, <laughs> Mr.'s mum. <Yeah. laughs> Do you, do you have her address all right here? Thank you, letter. Send your mom my thanks. Yeah, like, great. No, I mean, I was just, you know, and again, no. I think it comes back. And I think I want to explore this more in another episode. Yeah. Really, like, implementing boundaries. Like, thing is, I don't think a situation like that I'd regret. Like, I would do that again because it was no, funny. of course. Um, but, like, a situation I had more recently, which I won't go into, where I was just like, you know what? You should have left. Like, a few more situations. Yeah. Actually, I've, I've had quite a few boundary pushing disappointing circumstances yeah and it's just like you know what I'd I'd love to just be removed and I think I've improved now but like I think so too it's so hard Mm. to do and even when I do do it I'm like thank you so much I'm having so much I just want to go home like I don't (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like yo yeah no I'm like I'm full fluff ball and and it's a shame yeah but I think it comes with time and it's also unfortunately like when you go from a time of not going on dates and not doing stuff I think it's always it's like the excitement of like oh what if what if what if or what if that and then it's also like let's just be honest going on a date with a guy is scary and you don't as you've just said earlier like you don't actually know who that person is Mm -hmm. and actually when you're sat and thinking like oh how insulted would this person be yeah. If I said, no, nah, I'm going, you couldn't predict that. You couldn't predict that person's reaction. And yeah. I think that that's actually well, very scary. scary. And I think, you know, also like, 
modern sad situations recently, like mm. in the news. And I mean, I think it breaks all of our hearts and it terrifies all of us yeah. what's been going on. But it's, it is scary. It is kind of like, well, in, in my favorite murder, and it's my favorite thing, they say fuck politeness. Because like, yeah. if you're not comfortable or you're not happy, like be that in a very safe space or a very unsafe space, it's perfectly fine to piss people off and walk away because it's like you'd literally rather be safe than sorry and I think that's really just it yeah it, it's a it's an interesting outlook the thing that I go is I'm like if I'm never going to see this person again then what what does it matter mm. and then I go it, also they don't know where I live they don't know you know what I do just I'm, my luck I'd I'm end just up blocking them. them the next week <laughs> no, but even so like what are they going to say they're also humiliated from the situation it's just one of those where it's kind of like yeah. a mm, yeah odds are too if you're not feeling it, they know you're not feeling it. People aren't mm. that stupid and people aren't that naive <laughs> to what other people. I heard someone say to me, I don't know if you're having the worst night of your life or if you fancy me a little bit. Well, <laughs> that that is the narcissist's way. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm pivoting. No comment. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, like, look, we'd love to hear your kind of views. Yeah. We're, we're going to do like a more in-depth um, episode, Definitely. hopefully with one of our friends who is amazing at setting boundaries. Oh. He, we love him. You know who you are. Yep. I've already asked you. You're going to come and we're going to record it. But, you know, we're kind of exploring boundaries a little bit more. Um, and we'd love to hear your experiences with boundaries, like whether you're really, really good, yep. not so good. If you guys, uh, if you guys don't send us stuff, we'll we'll find it on Reddit and we'll obviously we'll answer there instead. <laughs> yeah, gals our, of Reddit, our internet friends. Um, they're such dedicated oh, listeners. They're lovely. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Aston, any final comments? Nope. We'll look forward to talking soon, though. Yeah. Thank you for coming and getting some space and getting some nope. <laughs> so no, 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 baby. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast. Cause I'm on a mic. I'm on a mic. I'm on.